Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Formula One Fans UK podcast. I'm Reese, and I'm joined today by Chris, Dan, Gary and Tim. A bit of a different podcast view today. We are recording this straight after the race to try and get it out to you as soon as possible. How's everyone doing today? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. We all enjoy the race? <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Very excited yeah. after that, right? Yeah. I think we've been pretty spoiled this last couple of weeks, haven't we? Yeah, it's mm. been a cracking couple of weeks. But before we get into the race, we're going to start today with a competition. Ooh. It's the, uh, ooh, nice. I know. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this is an uncut podcast. So it's going to be quite fun. Uh, I'll just be bleeping over Dan every time he swears. Um, <laughs> Don't give me this nonsense. I've been well behaved recently. I'm going to tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll start with the competition. It's the same competition we've been running for the last uh, few episodes of the podcast. It's uh, because of our show sponsor, Apex Tracks. Uh, so, guys, how would you guys like to win some 3D printed track wall art? Ooh, yes, definitely. Because yes, it would save postage. That's it. Save me spending my money. It would look great on my wall. It will look great. They do look great. Uh, Chris has currently got them ready to mail out. We've got four to give away across the course of the season. Uh, on the podcast, <laughs> what you can't see is on the video, Chris yeah. is just waving <laughs> it around. Uh, we just. This is a podcast. Um, we need so to can... have a video podcast. We will have to because, do video. Yeah. Oh, you, God. because you can see Chris using a racetrack as a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but going, going back to the uh, competition, we're giving away a 3D printed Monaco wall art. Uh, you can see photos of it all over our socials. To enter, just send us the word Monaco. Monaco. And you can send that to us on Facebook as a direct message. On Twitter, it's a direct message, or on Instagram, it's a direct message. We are Formula One Fans UK with the number one on Facebook, and we are at Formula One Fans UK on both Twitter and Instagram. Just send us a message, enter, simple as that. Uh, guys, let's get into the race. Crazy start, really, with uh, cars going off before the race even started. Leclerc spinning on the formation lap, Alonso in the barrier on the way just to the grid. But it was uh, Max who got away best. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. It was just a very poor start from the Mercedes. But then obviously they said Max started in second gear. Um, Brilliant move. So that obviously must have helped him. But I, as much as a Lewis fan, I think he should have given up that corner and tried on the next second or third. But then do you let Max get that mind game headset on you from the first from the first get-go, do you want to give in to him? I think that's what it come down to, that he just didn't want him to be thinking, oh, I can bully Lewis about, I think, personally. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't understand why Lewis didn't start in second, because it was a mm. tricky pulled off the last couple of seasons. And it always worked for him. Um, and you had Sergio before the race saying, I'm going to be first into the first corner. Coming out, where was he, third or fourth? Uh, fourth, Leclerc got him. Yeah, Leclerc got him at the start. So um, his words came back to bite him. Um, but yeah, Lewis should have backed off and, uh, and left it a bit later to to um, fight the claws. I don't think it was uh, wrong of us to say he'll get into turn one first because he was going to be starting on the soft tyre. But instead, the, uh, the weather gods had something else to say about that. And the heavens opened just before the race. And... All that, all the strategy that people would have had planned went out the window. Uh, everyone's starting on the inters apart from, uh, I think it was Gasly, Ocon, and the two Hasses. That worked out well as well, didn't it? Starting on what? <laughs> it worked out well for Gasly. Yeah, we'll get on to Gasly in a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a nightmare for Gasly. Uh, it was, a, it was a nightmare really. Oh. For, uh, I think it was a nightmare for the whole team. To be fair, come the end, he did score points, Gasly. He got eighth. He recovered to eighth place. I know it could have been so much more, but he did recover let's, into the points from where he was. Let's be honest. If he didn't score points, he would have been judged. Mm. Everybody behind him was that poor. I wouldn't say they were poor. Mm. I mean, well, he was eighth. Raikkonen was ninth, which is an exceptional. Uh, yeah, exception. At the moment, pending at the investigation. Moment, yeah. So when we're recording this, there is an investigation going on. Uh, with Reich and, and a, uh, a recent 6.05 p.m. Sunday evening. We will find out what happens after. <laughs> if it comes through in the podcast, you'll hear us uh, all get excited. That's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> going, 
going back to the race, I mean, let's say Latifi had an adventurous start, didn't he? He was a uh, spun off and then somehow got tagged when sort of going back into it. He, he tagged Mazepin. It wasn't Mazepin's fault, amazingly, a crash in Formula One involving Mazepin, and it wasn't Mazepin's <laughs> fault. Um, it, it, it just feels weird saying that. I'm it was, it was 100% there. on Latifi, though. It yeah. was weird saying yeah. that, but it was even weirder seeing that Vettel started in the pit lane and halfway through lap one was already past Mazepin. Mazepin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but even if he was tagged, even if Mazepin was tagged, he still spun. He spun. I'm just convinced he spun. He control of his car. <laughs> I'm did it, did anyone hear what Anthony Davison said about it when he was, yeah. he was at the commentary at the end of the race? And he turns around to Crofty and he goes, Oh, it was Mazapini Spun. I knew he wouldn't let me down in the race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I've, I, I think it's a little bit of jealousy from old Anthony there, to be fair. <laughs> even, even they've started caught one of Mazapin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I see this is the thing, right? They were quite neutral when all of the car women fiasco the, the don't talk about it on the podcast i know but i'm just saying but sky f1 as a uh like a network were very neutral in it they stayed out of it they didn't really report it kind of left it alone but now like like you said they're starting to get into taking the p a little bit now it's track related not media related yeah which is good but i mean it was a weird one because after the safety car restart on the lap six, Mick Schumacher was 25 seconds behind uh, behind Mazepin. And 10 laps later, Mick Schumacher was 30 seconds ahead of Mazepin. So in 10 laps, Schumacher, an identical car, made 55 seconds on Mazepin, including an overtake, which just makes no sense. How I mean, unless they didn't show us him spinning because of threats from rich Russians or something. <laughs> There's no way you should be in an identical car and losing five and a half seconds a lap. I've got to say, I thought Mick Schumacher had an outstanding race today. Um, Other than him losing the yeah. front wing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he's still a rookie, let's not forget. But the finish, finish is far ahead of his teammate, as he did, um, yeah. even after a red flag, and etc., etc., he still finished a long way ahead of Mazepin, who's still, you know, we may not be the biggest fan, but he is still rated by some people. He finished the race, which is further than I thought he'd get. Um, oh, first corner's further than he got last time. So <laughs> after, anything after that is... It's turn three. The first real corner is yeah, sort of turn yeah. two, turn three. But, but, you know, less than 20 seconds on a track. It's ridiculous but yeah to, to, to go more than that is obviously a real big achievement for him but obviously getting back to Schumacher I think that just comes down to like Chris said you know he is still a rookie he is still learning that car they are not dramatically different from F2 but still enough that you know that track was terrible when wet anyway and mm. obviously they all the drivers were reporting that the that the uh, safety car yet again was going too slow um, so they're all trying to like obviously warm up their tyres and stuff. And I think that that was just the issue. But didn't, um, wasn't that what Max done as well? Max was trying to do the same. At the he? end of the red flag yeah. restart, yeah. Max nearly lost it, yeah. Yeah, he was very lucky, um, to be fair. I'll contribute I'll contra- with the Schumacher the issue, well, discussion here. I believe that he did have a really good race. And also, for has to get both cars to the finish, given how badly the other weekend went, They'll learn a lot from that, won't they, in terms of just their car development, where they're good, where they're not, where they are in traffic from being lapped so many times. Um, There's yeah, no development. This first one, did you mm-hmm. say the, the, where they're good? Mm-hmm. They're not good anywhere. They, they are awful. Oh, But uh, going back to Schumacher's mistake, it was similar to Russell last year. And we were talking about people going too slow as well. Someone who was going to slow was Bottas because he was getting done on pace by Williams until, uh, which some of you may agree, but I feel that what happened was entirely Bottas's fault. It was like Grosjean last year at Silverstone. It was, oh, I'll move across at the last moment and I'll cause an instant here. I see hands flying up all around. We have this hands up to talk system here. <laughs> um, and I've seen everyone's hands go up here. So. 
I've, I believe I'm, he's missed I'm, me I'm up saying, a Mercedes issue I'm, before that. I am saying, and I'm going to finish your point, 100% Bottas' fault. I don't think they're saying 60-40, It's not. It's 100 If Bottas doesn't jump over like that, he doesn't f*** up Russell, sending him onto the grass and into himself. Got, you got what you deserved. It, um, first of all, what was he doing back there? He's driving a, a <laughs> in the way. Mercedes car. What the was he doing back there? He was battling for the it, it, Shocking. Was he driving the car in reverse? I don't know. And yes, 100% his fault. He came across on George and that was dangerous driving in my eyes. You know, he obviously he didn't think the DRS was working or he couldn't compute that a Williams was trying to overtake him. But um, it was such a shame for George because he was on for points today. Absolutely. And I'm absolutely gutted for that. Uh, I am gutted for George. However, I don't think it's as cut and dry as 100% Bottas. Um, there was an interesting piece after the race where back to Anthony Davison, he was watching it with Daniel Ricciardo and they showed it on Sky. And Ricardo was under the impression it was a racing incident. And he said that he didn't feel that Bottas had done anything wrong. And that's from a neutral driver. He's not assigned to Toto. He's not part of the Mercedes. Not yet. Um, I, as per every podcast, I slightly disagree. Um, <laughs> hey, Chris, don't put your hand up, man. You've had your word real quick. All right, Chris, you go um, after Dan. Let's see what Dan's yeah. I think that it, he wasn't dangerous driving. I just think it was poor traction coming down there. And you look at multiple cars that went down that track. They were a little bit squirrely. And I think him coming over just caused Russell to get on that grass. And once you're on that grass, we, we've seen it. It's done. That's it's, it's game over. The gravel, not so much, but the grass. And then that was it. Terrible crash. But I think it was just not so much a racing incident that it's completely wiped out, like just that let's just completely ignore it. I think it's, I just don't think that you can put it all on Bottas, you know? But yeah, like like Chris said, he shouldn't have even been back there fighting with a Williams anyway. Stupid. I don't I don't see where Ricardo suddenly become the, the word on um, forming one racing incidents when he can't even finish ahead of his teammate. But, you know... <laughs> Lando's been brilliant. That's harsh. Lando yeah. has been brilliant. But, you know, how far back did Ricardo finish behind him? And, we'll uh, get on to that because I was going to bring that up as a set. Anyway, 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 calm down, calm down. <laughs> um, I see what you're saying, Dan, but George was making a legitimate move to overtake and Bottas moved and they were coming into the breaking point when Bottas was coming across and George had to react to that and the only way he could react was by flinching to the right and like any of us would do. Oh, we looked right. at if we looked at our, our wing mirror and saw a car moving towards us, we would flinch over to the right. And it's Bottas's fault. It's to me it's it's clear as my window. <laughs> It was cleaned yesterday. It's, you know, it's more, oh, to me, to me, it seemed, it just to me, it seemed like a racing incident. It was a racing incident. Uh, there was a little bit of a water coming off the back of uh, Bolta's car because he went to the wet side of the track at that point, trying to defend. Yeah, he lost traction a little bit, moving to the right. Kind of looked like George might have been scared or was spooked a bit. Um, then dip that tire into the grass, but I can't blame it all on Botas. It's more a, a racing incident for me, but caused by Botas, not really blaming Botas, if I can say. That sounds weird. But I think the worst thing is that it just ruined George's race, personally. It, yeah, it ruined George's race, but I think there's, yeah. it was, I mean, there's some, one other thing we forget to say here was the DRS was open on George's car, so that explained the dramatic closing speed. The, uh, if anyone saw George's interview after the race, he brought up the uh, the gentleman's agreement uh, on the the Verstappen move, as it was called. Um, 
where you don't like, even though it's in the rules on the straight, you can move across to defend yourself. You don't move that late. It's a gentleman's agreement between all the F1 drivers and yeah, George is rightly to feel angry because Bottas broke that agreement. I will add one thing here, which is when we saw the initial damage against that concrete wall, obviously we know what's happened there before. Thank f- they were both okay. <laughs> there was quite a while where Bottas didn't get out of the car and I hadn't spotted that he'd flipped off Russell when Russell had <laughs> just to busy giving to him. Russell the bird. So, <laughs> yeah, thank, thank goodness they were both okay because that was one hell of a hit. Especially when you just saw all of the damage initially and all of the debris across the track was not nice. Um, yep, me again. What was I about to say? He's gone full, he's gone full down. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Up, up, it's, 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 it's fair enough to say it's a racing incident. But when there's that much damage caused and Botox, as as Dan seems to, Danny seems to pronounce it. Um, he says Botas, not Botox. He was clearly hurt. You know, you could see him behind the wall. He was clearly mm. hurt. Um, he was clearly winded. That, that was, that just puts it beyond being a racing incident for me. Was he hurt from the impact or was it from the bitch slap from Russell? and he's flipping off that's you know that's that can't be happening on tv in front of how many kids watch this yeah um there's an example that should be you know clamped down on um there's there's been some form of motorsport recently where where it's happened and the the drivers have been penalized for it i don't think you know, get giving him the fingers really a like, and you know, it's it's the heat of the moment, isn't it? You know, we want to see passion from these drivers, and um, and if it was you, and you'd just felt like you'd been crashed into, because that's what Bottas felt. Bottas felt that he was wronged, and Russell felt that he was wronged. So obviously, they're both like heated and stuff like this. I don't think it's a real issue, but what I did think that I'd had flashbacks to when um, Alonso had his crash. I think it was Alonso at Australia, where he dug into the gravel and span. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like uh, like with um, Brendan Hartley in Silverstone a couple of yeah. years back. I, I thought, on the straight when, line, but it's the... When I saw them going over, I was like, oh, it, I don't want it to dig in and flip. L- luckily, obviously, you know, he's still hitting the wall, so it's still a hard impact. And we saw that by his bruised uh, ego as well as being winded. <laughs> Um, that you know, it's still not a nice impact, but it, it's. I think it's one of them incidents that could have been worse, considering how hard and how fast they were going. Like it's, it's just yeah, it's 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 good racing, but it's also lucky that they didn't didn't Sorry. hurt themselves. Chris, if I can just oh. quickly check just quickly for you. Netflix will be very happy though because he seen he was discharged okay from the uh, medical centre, so I'm sure Valtteri's will be on next season of Driving Spike. <laughs> I would put money on it. Now, I'm not going to put words into drivers' mouths. I'd put money on it. George Russell went up into that car, and the first thing he probably would have said was, are you all right? Then, oh, yeah, no doubt. What this- are you doing? And uh, it's just total disrespect to another driver. No matter what's happened, it's total disrespect from another driver. They just flick him off, you know. George could have been hurt in that accident as well, you know. So, just, just going to interject. Natalie Pinkham was speaking to George after the race, and George, she said to him, "Were you initially going over to check if he was okay?" And George said, "No, I was going to ask him if he wanted to kill both of us." So he did not ask that, and that was from George's mouth himself. It's a fair point because it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen Valtteri do on the race. Yeah, but it's, it's it's like I said, it's you know it's heated passion, isn't it? You know you're gonna get an overspill of some emotion when you're trying your best at something and you end up nearly dying. I never hear what Natalie says anyway. I'm too busy staring at her. 
crazy <laughs> George in the interview. When, when you saw when you saw the George got out of the car, okay, you when he walked over, that was uh he he looked like he had, you could see almost the expression. Yeah, I was he, was he looked like trouble. he was he was he was looking for him like what the hell are you doing, man? He had a, he had a Schumacher going to a Coulthard spa moment, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very that. angry. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's off to see the stewards. <laughs> no, he's oh, not. No, he <laughs> he's off. This. It was like Verstappen and Ocon for uh, more I, modern viewers. It would have been nice for him to go over and say, "Guess who's driving the Williams next year, Bottas?" <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep my seat warm. I'm Are coming. You gonna take my seat early. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. On saying it's a great leveler like Rain, even though there's still going to be a difference between the Mercedes and the Williams, you know, a considerable difference. They should never have been anywhere near each other on track. Nope. And this race, they it, qualified. They only qualified four places apart. It's an Albon and Perez situation, isn't it? Really, Perez constantly being ahead of Albon in the faster car. <laughs> right. It's just I just want to bring up something. Yeah. I think we can put this Bottas situation to rest with Russell. Can we just take a quick moment to talk about how many cars Yuki Sonoda can pass in one lap at the start? He, he can pass a lot Man of cars in was one lap. On a he backwards afterwards. Yeah, but let's not talk about that back just yet. I'm just saying, like, he was on a mission. Sonoda was my biggest disappointment to the race. <laughs> Gotta agree. Gotta agree. I mean, I, I picked drive and just ruined at the end. He did get black and white mm-hmm. flagged, didn't he? Yeah, well, turn yeah. nine track limits. Yeah. Turn nine. He had such, you know, the first half of the race, he was like standing. Then he had a spin and everything just went downhill from there. He lost his head off of the red flag. That, that's it. You just, I think when you have a gap, it, you mentally, you've got to get back into it again. Mm. That's where the strongest drivers are shown. It's those guys who can come back out and be. Brilliant, because you saw Lewis, he, he's in ninth. And red flag comes out, he's in ninth place. What happens? I'll, I'll go make up every place I possibly can in the restart. And he was tremendous driving through the field. I mean, I know Lewis fans here, it's a British podcast, so we like the British drivers. <laughs> we like the guys who are entertaining. Big um, <laughs> <thumb> up, Chris. <laughs> um I feel like I need to screenshot that and put it on a T-shirt. Chris <laughs> agrees. Uh, when we get to that restart, how close did Max come to dropping it? Oh yeah, this annoyed me. Heart in mouth me. moment. Because imagine it, if it had been Leclerc leading Norris for the race lead. In turn, this turn is, this is what really annoyed me, and I put this in our Discord chat that we, uh, you'll find on well, every time we link the podcast, you can see the Discord chat. Yeah, I was just saying that. But this really annoyed me because. Perez went off and he overtook people. Uh, he was overtaken by two cars and he went back and overtook and got a penalty. He went off the track and was overtaken. And if someone goes off the track, it's okay to overtake them. So if you see Verstappen sideways, out of control, yeah. a legitimate off-track moment, why, if you're Leclerc, are you not thinking, put floor down, it. get past him? <laughs> yeah, floor it, get yeah. past him. Yeah. What were you yeah. thinking? What was Leclerc? I'd love to know what Leclerc was thinking because he was allowed to pass him. Exactly what I was going to say. If a car leaves the track, you can overtake. Mm. And mm. there's been enough um, incidents in the past where that this has happened, and and you know it's well, it, 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 these Ferrari drivers reach a point where they're like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And they they switch off. <laughs> it's like while sensitive. we're on while we're on that subject, um, it's what done for Perez. He passed two. He went off the track under the first safety car, passed two cars, or got passed by two cars, and then took his position back, and that's what led to his penalty, which ultimately cost him a podium. Uh, no, I think him spinning off a few times also cost him that. Didn't that only happen after he had spun off the first time under the safety car? He only he hadn't spun before that. Yeah, no, but yeah. That, that, that's he, him spinning under the safety car or overtaking cars cost him places. Um. Another thing that we spoke about previously with obviously the teams uh, giving him instructions and all that sort of stuff, but surely they should have instructed him to give the places back. They should, you know, there's how many people on that pit wall, how many people in that garage that know the technical regulations in and out, like, well, well, they should do. He should have been instructed to give that back right away to stop that penalty. I also believe that he should have got the stop go penalty. Hmm. 
Right, any incident of overtaking under a yellow flag should be a stop and go. Yeah. Why they they suddenly changed yeah. up there? It's just stupid I mistakes, isn't it? From yeah, try, try hundreds of million dollar teams, and they're making stupid mistakes. Yeah, dri- driving like a head behind the uh, it, safety car. It, it should be a it should be a st- ten second stop go like Vettel had when he um, crashed into Lewis in Baku. Oh, dangerous, stupid, uh, stupid, yeah. dangerous <laughs> driving on the side. Uh, you're the best drivers in the world. You got to set an example. Going back to Bottas flipping him off, you're setting an example. You don't want kids. I mean, you see all these kids coming through now, and they're all swearing. Sonoda's the worst for it. You, you might as well just when Sonoda's team radio comes on, just have a massive beep going on because it just, <laughs> it's just insane. I mean, the pre- the P3. Do you hear him in P3? Yeah. yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he say a couple of days ago that he had to cut down his amount of swearing or something like that? It's not but worked. He, he should just speak in his native language. They wouldn't know what he was saying. Just <laughs> get like sort of the old uh, Ferrari Italian speaking people back to him. Like they, they, they just won't know what he's saying. And they're just like, well, what, what was that, Yuki? All is okay. All is good. Don't you speak the translator. On a positive note. Lando Norris shown again what a capable driver he's becoming. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah and Lewis again showing us why he's a seven time champion. And that's two British drivers on a podium again today. And I think that's exceptional. First time since China 2012. Am I right in saying? Lewis yeah, I'm Jensen. not fact checking that. I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's, I think it's, that, it's yeah. I'm sure <laughs> it was China. Let's just say, like, again, obviously, great drive from Lando, but how good was he at keeping those Ferraris back for oh, as long right. as he did? And I'm not being funny. He he kept Lewis back for four laps as well, and Lewis was on his ass, 100%. He, great, great drive from him. You think about it as well, the amount of people that have been saying over the last lot of years oh, that Mercedes, when it gets into traffic, can't do anything. Mm. Well, it was the Ferraris that were there today. And they couldn't do it. But Lewis blitzed mm. through. And that was, you know, he didn't just go up against any engine. When he passed that McLaren, it was a Mercedes engine. Mm. Which is yeah. why it took him a few laps longer to get past, I think. But this is, I thought it was exceptional. Yeah, yeah put your football scores down, Tim. No, I'm not doing the football scores. I'm doing a fact check. Check in. Before I say something. I was going to say um, something, and then I was going to... Was it, let me just double check why you're fact checking. Was it like 12 point something seconds that he was behind Lando? Was it something like that? In, he was, that 12, he was 12 seconds behind. He, he managed Lewis, to make oh, up. He was 12 seconds behind Verstappen at the like safety car restart or something. I can't, it was something like, yeah. it was something like that. Verstappen opened up a very quick lead and they were always referring like to lap, that. Like lap 43 or something. It was like 12, was, uh, 12 I seconds. I think he had to make up seven seconds or something. I think, yeah. Orlando. I think it was seven. Max ended up 20 seconds ahead, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah something like that, yeah. But right. All, right. As Danny um, has brought this up, right, he was 20 seconds ahead. When I looked at the um, all the race classification times and stuff like this, obviously, Verstappen only made two pit stops, right? But Lewis made five. And he was 22 <laughs> seconds behind. That's not so accurate because um, you think Lewis, um, he made his racing pit stop. Then he made his front wind pit yeah. stop from where a very, very uncharacteristic. That's the first time I've seen Lewis make a mistake on track since, uh, would have been Turkey last year. Turkey last year would have been harsh because everyone struggled at the start there. But it was um, before that, the disastrous German Grand Prix. Um, but yeah, Lewis went off. Um, and then made his pit stop. And then the other pit stops were red flag, mm. restart off the red flag. Because I was just I was just curious, like, if he hadn't, you know, if he'd been able to do one less pit stop, he may have been, like, a bit more up there. He so, might have been, because have been. W- when he went off, um, he when he rejoined, he was in fourth. And if he had just travelled around waiting for the... Mm. Um, waiting for the was it the, the red flag which of course he didn't know was coming but if he'd waited for that red flag yeah he would have been able to do that change yeah. in the pit lane without losing any further place in the fourth I'm just 
while while we're talking, I'm looking at Autosport to say obviously if anything's coming up. And uh, there's just two two um, headlines that I'm looking at. Um, first of all, it's George Russell. Bottas may not have made the same move on another driver, mm. which I think is is you know if, if that was Lewis coming past him, would he have done the same thing? Um, and the other one is actually I'm not. I think is out of order. Toto Wolf Russell has lots to learn after F1 crash with Bottas. Oh, I think that's anyone who watched the race. He was joking about it as well. He he was saying, um, I yeah, was like, to a different formula when it was on like that. Uh, he yeah, he <laughs> said uh, next year he'll either be in a Mercedes or he'll be racing in the Clio Cup. And after today's race, he's close to the Clio Cup. See, but I think, right, the fact that he's even bringing up next year and saying he's either going to be in a Mercedes or he's going to be in the Clio Cup, I think we should look a bit into that, to be fair, because with the seats we'll, coming we'll up... we do that in next week's preview show. Uh, no, no, I just mean, like, like for, for him to actually mention him in a Mercedes next year, as it being, it's either one or the other, I've, I think that's a bit of insight. But, you know, I may be looking into it a bit too much. But that's just me. <laughs> if it was me, you look at Bottas and you look at Russell today. Who would you rather have in your car next year? The guy that's in overperforming in an underperforming car, or the guy that's underperforming in an overperforming car? Mm. You know, Lewis showed us today that car on pace today was faster than the Red Bull. So even while it was missing bits. Even when it's missing bits, it was it's bits, yeah. Red Bull. And George Russell was well above where he should have been in that Williams. He to be racing a Mercedes. In my eyes, he should already be in that seat. A serious question. And um, this is not trying to be sarcastic or anything. When was the last time Bosses had a good wet race? I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 he, I can't remember he one. Doesn't, he can't control a car in the wet, can he? Was yeah. there an Austria in the Williams? I'm thinking. There was him and Massa and they bolted Hamilton at the start. Was that? That in, was, that that was in the drive. Qualifying. That was might have been wet qualifying. There was a... Oh, oh no, because there was the wet race in... There was the wet race in Silverstone, but that Bottas got ahead in the dry and then... And then Massa was faster, and then they, they they did team orders and said hold station, and then that fell apart for Williams. Yeah, so that would. Speaking yeah. about team orders, I think that uh, McLaren made a good good decision by letting Lando go in front of uh, Danny. Yes, definitely yeah, a good decision, um, but also within a good time span. That's it because he it he checked out on him like gone. Yeah. Like eight seconds or something like that, wasn't it? We, I think four seconds after one lap, two laps. Yeah, two, two yeah. laps. Uh, six it was seconds. Two in seconds two laps. a lap for the first couple of laps. Yeah, and I saw him a podium in the end at the end of the day. Yeah, and that statue shows a professional team. Exactly the fact that Danny didn't argue too much with him. Yeah, you know, oh, don't get me wrong. I, I think it was about a lap. He was probably right. Explained to me the decision because the the same as any driver would be. Um, but then once he let him go, see you later, mate. Gone. There was there was no need for an explanation because he was he was six seconds up the road in two laps. So obviously, right. it, exactly, yeah. But it it is a hard thing to let your teammate pass you, to, you know, to, to um, do the swap and stuff like that. I I think it's faster. Yeah, you didn't see any, and you didn't see any uh, grudge by Ricardo at the end. He went over and congratulated Seidel. I think the two of them are going to be really good teammates. I think they're going to make a really good strong pairing. Yeah. I think it's all harmonious at the minute. It's in like a honeymoon phase, um, which is which is great. But I think it's also coming from from Danny Rick. He's admitted afterwards. Uh, I'm still not completely up to speed with the car, and when he gets up to speed with the car, maybe there'll be times where he'll be more reluctant to let Lando through. Should should that ever happen again? Mm. Uh, I was sitting thinking at one point before it's. Um, Sergio went off. I was thinking, when was the first time, or when was the last time, a Red Bull second driver got a podium in his first two 
races for the team. But then he fell off the track. Oh. Would have been Ricardo, wouldn't it? No, but you think Ricardo never had one early for the team, did he? Because that he Australia, came in. wasn't it? Never had one. He's never had a podium in Australia. He, had, he finished away? in the front three, but was disqualified from the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got your put back to the year. taken away from him. Yeah, yeah. 20, 2014 was the last time that a, a new driver had come into the red. Oh, no. Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen, first race in a Red Bull. One. Did he, could, did he come in as... He, was his, first race was, his first race was Spain 2016. He won the race. So that's the yeah. last time... Yeah, when that's the when they swapped, was it? wasn't it? Pardon? That's, yeah, yeah that's when they made the yeah. switch. But he didn't get, didn't get a podium on his next race, though, did he? Yeah, but Perez didn't get a podium. Perez didn't get a podium last week. I, mean, I, I was thinking at the time, Perez was in third at the time. I don't yeah. Oh, what you mean a podium within the first two races? Yeah, no, only yeah. only for Stappen. Only for Stappen in the first within the first two races. No, but I mean a podium in your first and second race. Well, Perez didn't get that. Perez didn't, Perez didn't, get, Perez didn't get, that, Perez but, didn't get a podium yeah. in the first one. But I'm saying, I was saying, thinking at the time, this was when he was in third place before he spun off. I was thinking it. No, oh. yeah, but it's, no, it's never happened for a Red Bull driver because the next race after that was um, Monaco. But what a um, that was that was when Ricardo got screwed over. What a thing that would have been for him to have. But he wouldn't have had it though because he didn't finish on the podium in Bahrain. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if he hadn't spun off, he would have been able to say it. No, but he would he wouldn't because he not got a podium in Bahrain. So he couldn't have possibly had a podium in the first two races at Red Bull because the podium last. No, time... No, 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 no. He means it's the first two races combined at Red Bull. Yeah. It's first so within his first two oh, races, he got one podium. Then. So for so because Verstappen got first place in his first ever Red Bull it race. First race. Talking about a driver, he could have had today if he hadn't spun, he would have been able to say, "I'm the first Red Bull driver to finish on the podium twice in my first two races." But he won't have. He wouldn't have been because twice. he never finished on the podium. In but then he spun off. I was what, saying yeah, but, before yeah, but, he spun off. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been able to say that anyway because he didn't get a podium in the last race. The last race podium? Yeah. To get a podium in two races, you have to win the first race. Or be on a podium in the he first finished race, which he did in Bahrain. Because the Sergio podium. was Bahrain, Bahrain, Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Norris, Perez. Perez was fifth in the first Perez race. Perez was fifth. He wasn't... He wasn't, Chris, he wasn't on the podium in Bahrain, Chris. All right, I'm having a brain fart. For the people that can't see, Chris has gone really red and frustrated, <laughs> and he looks like a tomato <laughs> with ears. I'm just going to... Uh, Chris is going to throw, like, throw so that. hard, it's going to go from Belfast to Essex, and it's going to hit me in the head. Um, <laughs> that's probably expensive as well. He, he was, he was going to throw a die cast. Don't do stuff like this. <laughs> I want to get team... For Stappen, first win. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, that you remember. Okay, then, Chris. Okay. Remember that one. <laughs> Just doesn't remember where Verstappen finished in, the, in that race. That's uh, Tim. Um, because we haven't mentioned them yet, I know maybe the clerk could be guilty of sleeping a bit at the safety car restart, but fourth and fifth for Ferrari. Um, bear in mind, last year at Imola, they were sixth and twelfth, and that was three months ago. That's a great improvement for them. It's impressive. The club is even more impressive for science considering the number of mistakes he made. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. considering he started 12th. Mm. Was it 12th? No, Russell was 12th. 11th or 12th? He, he didn't make it. Science was 11th. Yeah. I think that was very impressive from obviously compared to the usual Ferrari standards, it's not that impressive. But <laughs> considering oh. the improvement over a four or five months, it's very, very good. Yeah, but I'd have to say. Obviously, the wet conditions and stuff like that. I I think that played like a fairly decent part within like their their success. They were extremely good in the wet. To be fair, like and even when it was swapping from the wet to the dry, um, obviously after we had that lengthy red red flag, where it dried out the track, like they've been out there with the the dryers from um, uh, what do you call it from the NASCAR races. Um, yeah, it like it dried that lineup lovely. 
I just noticed we've lost Chris as well. Yeah, Chris is yeah, disconnected. Uh, so yeah, we, never, something we never accounted for with doing an uncut podcast was um, was Chris's internet. Um, Chris so. has had a rage. <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah, is very right. he's, he's just really. sitting there stewing in his own. He's just. I'm, I'm disappointed that he dropped out at that moment because he's been slating Ferrari all podcast, and then I was going to point out that they actually did all right. Dan <laughs> did more of a slating. Um, <laughs> oh, he's had, Chris has had a power cut. Message just in. Chris has had a power cut. Um, he in Belfast, in he's in Belfast, so we don't know what's causing that. Could be anything <laughs> from a bad power grid to a petrol bomb. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's all the potatoes have run out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So, no, this is no, this is the island that's civilized Italy, and controlled in, by the British. Yeah, but we Russia, take that out. It's, we got to, it's, it's, island, this is nowhere. Northern Ireland. We've. <laughs> I don't plan on going to Russia or Northern Ireland. I'm safe. Chris can come to us. <laughs> Chris can come to us. Uh, so we will. Uh, we will power on. Um. <laughs> right, so we've made it all the way up until the Ferraris near the yeah. end, I think, didn't we? Um, yeah, we're talking about Ferrari. Dan, we're talking about science. Positive about Ferrari? I believe that they had like a really, really good race. It was nice to actually see them up there fighting for places and not just making up numbers, to be fair. Um, but I just think it's amazing how how quick Lewis dispatched them Ferraris. Just like, see you later, lads. I'm gone. I'm not. I'm not hanging around behind you for very long. Yeah, that was that annoyed me. Though Martin Brunner go, oh, the RS is too powerful. Don't say that because it means they'll reduce it, and then when we have a normal race next year, it will be rubbish because <laughs> you've moved the DRS back. It wasn't because yeah. of the DRS. It was because it was one of the best engines against the worst engine of Formula One. I still think it's the worst engine of Ferrari. I don't think it's quite as good as the Alpine. Fair enough. It's not as quite as good as the Alpine. What did they finish? Like, what? 14th? Yeah, but that's because Alonso really struggled and Ocon is not Ocon. having sorry. a great time sorry. with the car. 10th or 11th. I, I'm very sorry, Alpine. Yeah, well, For your disgusting looking car and your disgusting performance. <laughs> what? I apologize. With this one? <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. That's one of the only ones that I like. <laughs> Um, well, actually, to be fair, getting on back to deliveries, I take back my previous statement regarding the out uh, that that the Aston Martin. It looks a lot better in this race than it did in the previous race, and I'm not sure if it's just the like the natural lighting um, compared to the fake lights in Bahrain, but it looked really nice on track when it wasn't spinning in a circle. It looked really good. Like just Dan, I've just got a sound effect ready here. So if you wouldn't mind, would you just say what you just said? Are you are you taking back what you said about the Aston Martin livery? I am taking back what I said about the Aston Martin livery. It looks half decent now. That's brilliant. It doesn't work. <laughs> okay, right, okay. We can do that in post production. Yeah. Well, hang on, I'll tell you what, we'll give what the bloody heck happened there? Um, oh, it's MP3 got download. Well, that's a lot of effort. So it's a lot of effort to take the piss, isn't it? Uh, okay, <laughs> right, okay. Can I say the Ferrari drivers at McLaren and Science, they're carrying that team? Can we say that? Yeah. They're outperforming that car? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a combination of both. I think they have improved the car Ferrari. They've definitely got more power yeah. out of the engine, even though it's a way off the Mercedes. But at the same time, it's probably being pulled ahead of the rest by the two drivers. I think it has improved from last year. Definitely the stability mm. side of things as well. Are we saying Ferrari have made a good car? I think they've made no. a better car. A Not car. a good car, but a better car. Hang on, hang on. iPhone Welcome is back, connecting. Christopher. Is this Chris? Or is it Chris? Well, yeah, it's got Chris's face. I can't see Chris's face. I'm yeah, lucky. Um, yeah, I can see Chris's face. Oh, It just says connect to audio. Are we going to get him? 
we part we persevere because uh, in the sun cup in the sun cup and we have got another 10 minutes to go uh, which is nice um <laughs> i'll be going for the low voices we're going for the lows Welcome to the ASMR. Just so we don't scare Christopher, we need to... Oh, Chris, here we go. Chris, we were just saying how you're always wrong about everything. (laughs) Don't antagonise the man. (laughs) You there, Chris? Oh, Oh, no, Belfast has been overtaken by Daleks. That's what we've uh, discovered. (laughs) Chris? I'm here, no. Not really, no. Idea. No. Oh, it's an idea. Chris, you, you sound like you're underwater, mate, so... uh it's good thing IndyCar isn't on yet. What? So, uh, IndyCar. IndyCar something. I I heard Exterminate, but... <laughs> oh, I heard IndyCar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll try and fill this awkward silence uh-huh. by getting back to the get back to the F1. Um what is there anything right, that we've not covered? It was a busy race. Um, Anybody hear me? A little uh, bit race. better. A little bit better, but not too clear. We haven't discussed Aston Martin yet. Lance Stroll, decent oh, performance, the, given uh, that the car's quite a way off the pace. Yeah, Lance did well, seventh place, considering the car was on fire at the, uh, before it even started. Um, got about that as well. Yeah, that was, that was some speedy work. I mean, that's what caused Vettel's pit lane start, but the fact that the mechanics were able to get one set of brakes changed and they were right in prioritising Lance because Lance was over up the grid. Um, and his dad owns a team. It's, you know, small details. It's these minor details, but no, you, but you're right. You, you obviously prioritise the driver higher up the, the grid that's likely to give you the best result. But the fact that they were, like like you said, the fact they were able, even, able to even get him on track and racing... Um, not for very long because he seemed to want to spin the car every five laps uh is not the point but he did very well oh sorry sorry they did very well to even get the car out there safely ready to race yeah that was that was impressive i mean what is that they said it's a it was a 25 to 30 minute job that they managed to get done in 15 minutes but you would have thought that the fia would have been like Okay, considering you know you've managed to get it all done, you're starting from there anyway. You thought they'd you'd let them slide on a five second color. It's it's a technical, it technical was as harsh as it gets. It's, uh, it's just the I'm wheels not fit. It, the wheels weren't fitted, but you've seen cars yeah. in the pit lane with engine covers off five minutes yeah. before the race, and they get away with it. So it was it was. Like, there's no point hard. in having the tires on. You can't fucking drive it nowhere. Stewards, <laughs> yes, stewards, and they really annoyed me. And I want to say several. A couple of things that really annoy me. First of all, Sebastian Vettel. He got given that time penalty for something that happened before the race. 23 laps into it. 20, it's in 23 laps to go, hang on, that's not right. Oh, <laughs> shit, what do we do? Who were the driver stewards for today anyway? I, oh, I don't have a clue, but I mean, it all falls, it, it, the buck stops with Michael Massey, uh, who, the other thing that annoyed me, was the rolling restart. We have this red flag restart procedure that all of a sudden he decided to stop it. I'm not too sure. I mean, was was it... I can only think it's because of a, a, a wet, dry line. Yeah, but but like, but like you said, we, like, obviously... I know I'm going to sound a bit contradictory going, like, rules are rules. Okay, the rule for having your tyres on and the rule for having your... Like, obviously, rolling, wet start and all this sort of stuff, they are slightly different. I think... That they should have been cut cut a break, considering they've had a serious issue that they've dealt with for safety. It's not they're trying to make the car look pretty; they're trying to make it safe. Um, but we have this procedure in place that was changed a few years ago of having a standing uh, restart, not the safety car restart type thing. And I, I just don't understand why that why why he did change it. What what was the point? And then, and then this is the person that you're never ever allowed to have an interview with. So yes, he this... just so so he he just does what he wants, and then no one can f-ing ask him about it. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you, Chris. We're just Welcome talking back, about, Chris. We're, we're just talking about how Michael Massey sucks. Um, uh, what what we suck today? I don't, I don't get. Oh, you know, we didn't want it last year. 
and then we're expecting it this year, and it doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, and the the, the red flag restarts. I like the whole grid restart. I, I like it. It's that extra bit of drama. Even yeah, as diehard F1 just, fan, because the restart is one of the best. Me when when they play like this. You're expecting them to come round and form up in the grid, and suddenly they're restarting. It's a sport. Restarting and spinning. And it should have set regulations. It shouldn't have. Let's change the regulations a little bit because I don't like this or I don't like. No, the rules are rules. And they should be. And the regulations should be kept to. Um, Tim? I believe the official regulation says that if there are circumstances that would make a restart unfair or more fair to certain cars which in this case a drier line versus wet line on the right hand side of the grid they can overrule having a standing start in those circumstances why not do so a... that is that is in the rule book somewhere that they can make a decision why not do a why not start every that, time yeah. then because you, there's a clean side and the dirty side to the grid every race i think in this instance though there was a wet side and a dry side because they were only driving down one side of the pit street well unless you were bottas trying to make a defense all right, all right. Yeah, but the they could tell us when somebody is on not on their investigation for something, but they don't tell us why we're we're having a rolling restart instead of a standing grid start. It, it made no sense. Go on then, Dan. Oh, I was not raising my hand. I was trying not to fall over. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> As it sounds at the minute, I thing. think the whole of Northern Ireland is in blackout. <laughs> Hasn't that been like way for the last 20 years? Oh, see, look, you're, you're allowed to make blackout jokes. I can't do potato jokes. I feel this is, <laughs> I, I feel this is highly out, out of order. <laughs> um, blackout, blackouts matter. <laughs> oh, is there anything oh, I, oh, I, that's, that's this going this going on cupping is going <laughs> yeah. so well oh. um, if, if there anything on the race matter. that we haven't covered oh my freezer's defrosting at the minute <laughs> <laughs> you've got two hours before that I becomes an issue I have to microwave yeah. my dinner I have to watch the IndyCar and the NASCAR nothing's recording at the minute take your grill out I like this. This, this, this is the, this is the extent of the world we live in right now. Is the biggest issue that Chris is facing is he can't record live TV. <laughs> hey, this is real world problems. I'm I'm with Chris. I would be livid as well, but as I am not in his situation, I don't care. That's because you don't live in a backwards country. <gasps> you have a better power grid, yeah. <laughs> go Before we just jump into actual like F1 related stuff again, um, I'm oh, like the share- about F1. I'm liking the 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 hoodie, Danny. Oh yeah, what Danny is rocking is uh, you can't see it. And why are we talking? We're going to say it's it's a uh, bit of F1 merchandise that doesn't cost you sixty five pounds. No, it's 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 our official merchandise. Um, Danny, please tell us where you bought that from. (laughs) From the links, from the links on our uh, on our social media site. Definitely check them out. I was half expecting Danny to go. I'm not too sure. No, not no, anyway. you cannot find our stuff. F1 fans.com. I followed the link from Instagram and Twitter, I think. Yeah, so uh, it we, came we, really it, fast it, for us it, Americans. It, for the Americans <laughs> that are interested, it came up really fast. Yeah, so oh, we've weird. got we've got a shop, guys. Um, and what Danny's rocking is a Kimmy for President hoodie. Um, he'll post a photo on the socials uh, for us all to <laughs> celebrate. I'm looking for a good model to do it. I'm looking for a good model. I am not a model. You, but you, you are the average person, Danny, and that's you are the, we are and we appeal to the average. But we appeal to the person who doesn't have sixty-five pounds to spend on a Hawaiian shirt. Or we if have... you want to be technical, buy all three of them. Um, right, no, where, the where everything in the front. I, I was just trying. Work... I was just trying to plug the shop, but um, yeah. it's not going so well because we're all. Uh, we're all gawping over Danny's hoodie. Um, yeah, we've, we've got stuff. And we're trying to add more. Uh, it's really, it's not a ridiculous price. And any money we make from it is going straight back into the group. It's how we uh, have these competitions for you all. That's um, how we're going to have more exciting competitions to yeah. come up as yeah. well. I mean, let's face it. We sell enough stuff. We'll be able to give you guys race tickets. So um, buy our, buy our <laughs> uh, That's it. Don't forget to hit up the F1 UK uh, fan store as well as becoming a patron as well which obviously helps us out as well yeah go on yeah, patreon and uh, it starts at one pound a month 
uh, one pound a month, get your bonus competition entries, um, and then going up five pounds, five pound a month. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I know you get school, you get a store discount. Uh, same with a ten pound a month, and if you become a ten pound a month patron, uh, we'll get you on as a guest, uh, a guest host one time. And if you become a twelve pound patron, which I don't believe there is one, then you can join my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> link to the free only fans. Uh, that's it free only fans something yeah so an extra cheap amount of month you can see one, so. that you can see what Dan looks like um, without uh, I don't want to even talk about it. I feel I feel queasy <laughs> just thinking I, I, I don't oh, have an only fans I'm only joking but so anyway Verstappen won the race yeah Verstappen won the race <laughs> we haven't mentioned that yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think what we'll do is we'll talk about Verstappen, um, and then we will yeah, we'll finish up. Um, you wanted to do this with no edit, <laughs> um, but guys, yeah, uh, Verstappen, phenomenal drive, was he not? Yeah. It, it should have been done last week, uh, the last race, you know. Mm. But you know, we saved the best for last, and I, I believe is it Lewis still top of the? Yep, by one yes, point, by one point, lap. which is point. the fastest lap. Which they were trading back and forth. Um, obviously, said for that, that point doesn't bother. Yeah, mm. just shows every point counts. But I, I think I like now, yeah, just so sorry, But I think now these uh, sprint races are going to become even more um, a factor, considering how c- c- considering how close this is after two. Oh, yeah, I know it's only two races, guys. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, but if this is how it's going to be, non-stop all season. Um, it's going to be even more crucial. And Formula One have always said they don't want the championship decided on a Saturday. Mm. And that can happen because interlocks at the end of the season. That can happen. Yeah. Do you remember when we had the double points finish a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, um, we were talking everybody about this the was, other week. Was yeah, it? everybody was totally against that because it could affect the finish. Well, these sprint races, like you say, could do exactly the same. Yeah. And if if a, a, if, a, if a driver's title is decided by the points on a on a sprint race, which has ended up with somebody at the back where they don't belong and somebody at the front where they don't belong, it could ruin a whole season. I believe it's is it three points for first, then two for second, then one for third. Was that it? Yeah, yeah three, two, one. Yeah, um, three, two, one. Yeah. That, but, um, uh, what I'm going to do is because our predictions are always, I mean, that's the whole position which we got right once. Our predictions are usually well off the mark, so I'm going to make a prediction here. And when I say a prediction, I mean a prophecy that's going to turn out to be wrong, and I'm going to say that Sprint Race will decide okay, the championship. Jesus. And hopefully, now I've jinxed it, now Sprint Races hopefully won't matter. Mm. Unlike the stuff in Chris's freezer. I didn't know you were <laughs> Jesus Freeze. <laughs> it's the beard. Um... <laughs> I'm claiming a prophecy. <laughs> prophecy that will likely turn out to be wrong. But yes, right. Let's get back, back to Max winning. I, I think Max won in the first two corners after his getaway. After that, it was done. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah everyone um, else, uh, Lewis, Lewis's mistake cost in that race. Uh, yeah, Lewis not worth is, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Max would have had a harder time if Lewis had been, hadn't made that mistake. Mm. I'm going to say is to get two races in the row. The bet there's no no doubt in it. Best driver on the day one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the the Red Bulls did bully him a little bit at the beginning, but it was expected. Um, but he should Good have fair. just. But he should have just should just give it up. Backed out. Do that undercut on the next corner. Try and switch it or something to try and live another day. Trust but me, yeah. but he's. But the thing is, like I said at the beginning, he's not in that mindset where he wants Verstappen to think that he can bully him off off the track. He's like, so now Max thinks when he goes against him and does that again, Lewis is not going to give up. We're just going to crash. So is Verstappen going to then give up, like give the space? Uh, hopefully, it's that, hopefully it's that close in two weeks' time. Um Yes, and I'm fed up of waiting two weeks for a race as well. I know it was, well, it was only it was three weeks. <laughs> two weeks is all right, and we got back to back after that. I'm pretty sure it goes um, Portugal and Spain. So um, just, I'm I'm fed up of waiting. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, speaking of time, we are out of time. Um, hope you've enjoyed listening to this edition of the podcast. 
We're grateful for your feedback. We've uh, tried something different here with the uh, post-race podcast. Um, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us on Facebook as Formula One Fans UK, uh, Facebook group and page. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Formula One Fans UK. And um, yeah, don't forget to message us the word Monaco if you want to enter the competition to win some wall art, which Chris is no longer holding as a steering wheel. Um, <laughs> until then, <laughs> until then, thank you very much for listening and uh, catch you next time. Bye. Bye. See you later, guys. Here we go, guys. Yeah.